Aloha, beautiful soul. You're listening to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee. I am a soulful business coach and public speaker who is obsessed with human design and continuous growth and evolution. This podcast is for the soul-driven woman who is ready to energetically align with the highest version of herself so she can make quantum leaps in her life and business. My mission is to help you uncover your naked truth, the real you when you strip down all the conditioning and limiting beliefs around who you should be, stop making excuses, and step into your true power. Each week, I bring you powerful conversations with women who are taking up space and owning their zone of genius, as well as solo episodes from me to support your journey to live an authentic life. If you're ready to liberate your true self and up-level all areas of your life and business, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for pressing play. Now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Aloha, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, I want to talk about the secret to transforming the fears of the splenic center. Before we dive into each of the specific fears in the splenic center, I want to kind of give a brief overview of what the role of the splenic center is and its evolution in the body graph. So your splenic center, if you're new to human design, it's going to be the sideways triangle on the left-hand side of your chart. Traditionally in the chakra system, there are seven chakras, but in 1781, we became nine-centered beings, and the solar plexus chakra split into the splenic center and the emotional solar plexus. The heart center also split into the G center and the heart or ego center. This shift in 1781 is what transformed us from seven-centered beings to nine-centered beings. The split in the solar plexus is giving us a different evolutionary challenge that we need to master in order to unlock our full creative potential. The splenic center is one of three awareness centers in the body graph. This is your center for physical awareness. It's very much a survival-based energy. It's in the moment. It's in the now. Your splenic center is responsible for your immune system, for intuition, and fears also live in our splenic center. And it makes sense that our fears would be here because fears are really there to keep you physically safe, right? They're here for your physical survival, The emotional solar plexus is currently undergoing a mutation. And during this stage that we are in, we're moving away from being purely reactive, fear-motivated beings to becoming beings who can really harness the power of faith as the key element in our creative power. So instead of allowing the fears of our splenic center to drive our actions, We're moving into making faith-based decisions, which come from the emotional solar plexus. We're really learning how to move from making these decisions out of fear into learning to trust the power of our intuition. 
So the splenic center, with this being the center for our immune system, for instincts, and for timing, these factors really create the trifecta for ensuring the signal for survival. Because the splenic center is really rooted in the now, in the present moment, it creates this pulse that requires immediate action. The splenic center triggers the adrenaline response. It raises cortisol levels and it shuts down the more creative aspects of our brain, and it puts us into either fight, flight, or freeze mode. Obviously, this is here to serve a purpose. If our lives are actually being threatened, if we are in a situation where we are not physically safe, we need to be able to react quickly in the moment. When you're in immediate danger, it's not the moment to Google and contemplate on what your best response might be. You really are going to take relatively thoughtless action in order to ensure your survival. Unfortunately, this has become the way that many of us actually operate on a daily basis. We're making these decisions and acting from a place of fight or flight. We're making decisions out of a place of fear rather than really being able to trust in divine timing. The deep knowledge of your mind, your creative desires and impulses have gotten confused with these survival instincts, which has left us terrified to go after the things that we really desire in our life. We're afraid to make that post on social media, to start that business, to write that book, to ask the person out on a date. We've learned to let this fear paralyze us from taking action. So really what we are being called to do right now is to relearn how to interpret this fear that we're experiencing and to reprogram our fear response. This is not about making the fears go away. I actually don't really think that's possible. I think it's allowing yourself to feel the fear and do it anyway. Fear is a real physical response, a threat to your survival. And under certain circumstances, it's absolutely necessary and healthy. But it's about learning how to discern between the fears that are based in the survival of your physical body and the fears that are rooted in the survival of your comfort zone. Many of the fears now that we have aren't related to our immediate survival, the survival of our physical being. It's about the survival of our comfort zone. You know, we're afraid to take the step outside of our comfort zone because there's so much of this unknown, so much uncertainty. And that's where the fears come in, the fear of failure, the fear of judgment, the fear of abandonment. And these are real fears, but it's not about fear of you actually being able to survive. Luckily today, you're not going to be threatened. Your survival is not going to be threatened if you start your own business. There might be fears around Can I actually make this happen? Am I going to make enough money to support myself? And those fears are real. But there's no immediate threat to your physical survival. Making that post on social media is not a threat to your physical survival. It might be a threat to some of your limiting beliefs 
some of the old stories that you've told about yourself. It might mean having to lean in to some of that discomfort. But the trick to busting through these fears is about learning to take action to transcend that paralysis that fear can often trigger. When you feel the fear and do it anyway, you realize that these fears are really just time limited. They're not rooted in truth. They're coming up for you in the moment because of some wounding that has happened previously in your life. The fears of judgment, of rejection, those often come from our core wounds. And when we learn to open our heart, we can start to discern the fears for our survival and the fears of our comfort zone. So the only way to move through the fears that are keeping you locked in your comfort zone is to take the action that is holding you back because action breaks the hold that fear has on you and it liberates you from being trapped by fear. If you've been listening to this podcast, I know you are obsessed with human design, just like I am. You've probably bought in all of the books and taken courses to learn as much as you can about not only your design, but about your friends' and family's designs. You've probably already started to integrate human design into your life and have seen the magic that is possible when you embody your design. And because of this, you probably have a desire to integrate human design readings into your business, but maybe you're lacking the confidence to start charging for them. If so, I've created something just for you. Introducing Chart Reading Mastery. Chart Reading Mastery is an interactive group course that will teach you how to structure your human design chart readings to grow your soul-based business. At the end of this course, you will leave feeling confident in your ability to perform accurate and powerful human design readings and guide others using their human design chart. You can start making money with human design readings while enrolled in this program and learn how to use readings as a funnel into your other offers. Graduates of Chart Reading Mastery will be added to the list of recommended human design readers on my website. Spaces are limited due to the hands-on interactive approach of this program. Enrollment is open now, so go to the link in the show notes to learn more and save your spot. And I'm so excited to see you become a Chart Reading Master. Each of the gates in the splenic center holds a specific fear. If you have this gate defined in your chart, you are likely going to experience this fear more consistently, where if you have that gate undefined, that's going to be where you can pick up that fear from others. If you have a completely open splenic center, meaning that no gates are defined, you can pick up and amplify these fears from others in all of these gates. But it's important to remember that these are not actually your own fears. They're not fears that are actually being generated by your own splenic center. Regardless if you have these gates defined in your chart, all of us experience each of these fears because these gates are also being activated by the transits. 
I think sometimes it can be helpful to understand if the fears are rooted in your own design or if it's something that you're reflecting and amplifying from those around you or from your environment. However, sometimes I think we can get caught in assigning whose fear, whose emotion, you know, whose energy it is that we're picking up and that we're receiving. And I think ultimately, it's our responsibility to react to whatever energy it is that we're picking up in the highest frequency possible. So even if it's not your fear, maybe you're picking this up and you're amplifying it from someone else. It's still important for you to allow yourself to feel that and to not be paralyzed by that fear, to take the action that's necessary to move through that fear. Let's dive into the seven gates in the splenic center and the fears that are associated with each gate. Gate 48 is known as the gate of depth, and here lies the fear of inadequacy. The challenge of this gate is to trust that you know enough and to not allow the fear of not knowing hold you back from expressing the wisdom that lives within. The gift of 48 is resourcefulness. And the highest expression is wisdom. So when you're able to move through that fear of inadequacy, you actually unlock this deep well of inner resources and wisdom that lies within you. Gate 57 is known as the gate of intuition. And here is the fear of the unknown. The challenge of this gate is to trust your own intuition instead of allowing the fear of the unknown to hold you back. This is the ability to sense when the right timing is to take action. The gift of 57 is intuition and the highest expression is clarity. So when we go from this unease that comes from the unknown and we transform it into intuition, it allows us to bring the clarity and sense when the right timing is to take action. Next, we have gate 44, which is known as the gate of alertness. In this gate is the fear of repeating the past. So the challenge of this gate is to not get stuck in past patterns and to have the courage to move forward without allowing the fear of repeating the past to hold you back. Often when we make mistakes or we have a challenging experience, it can hold us back from wanting to take action in the future because we have this fear of repeating the past. But this is really all about, you know, learning those lessons, learning from each of those experiences so that you're able to move forward without fear of repeating the past. Gate 50 is the gate of values. And here we have the fear of responsibility. The challenge of this gate is to learn how to take responsibility for your own self-care in order to better serve others. This is about letting go of feeling responsible for others. Gate 50 at a lower frequency can really give its time and energy towards trying to take care of other people, you know, trying to give to others before filling its own cup. And this can often create this fear of responsibility because you're afraid to take on this responsibility because you feel like it's just going to continue to drain your cup. You're afraid of taking on more responsibility because you're not currently serving yourself. You're not currently filling your cup first. Then we have gate 32, and this is the gate of continuity. 
And here in 32, we have the fear of failure. The challenge of this gate is allowing the fear of failure to hold you back from taking action. Here, it's about learning to trust in divine timing and redefining failure. This failure can often be connected to money and connecting our sense of success to money. But when we can redefine that and no longer define our success and our worth based on money, we can let go of that fear of failure and trust in divine timing. Gate 28 is the gate of the game player. And the fear here is purposelessness. The challenge of this gate is to not allow the fear of not discovering your purpose in life hold you back from putting yourself out there, taking risks, and living life to the fullest. Often we have this fear of things being meaningless of not discovering our purpose. And actually that fear of not discovering our purpose can hold us back from trying new things because we're afraid of doing the wrong thing, of it not having meaning, of it not having value. But this is really knowing that the more that you put yourself out there, you take risks and you live life to the fullest, that is actually your purpose. That is actually where you find the deep meaning of life. And finally, we have gate 18, which is the gate of correction. And this is the fear of not being perfect. So the challenge of this gate is to let go of perfectionism and self-criticism. It's about adding more joy to the world and acting out of integrity instead of judgment. So this gate 18 is our classic perfectionist. You know, we have this fear of things not being perfect. And so we procrastinate, we put things off because we're afraid that it's not perfect. And so we're just constantly seeing how we can make things better instead of focusing more on the joy that we can bring to the world and acting from a space of integrity instead of trying to expect everything to be perfect. It's so important for us to transform these fears in the splenic center into their gifts, into their highest potential, because we won't find the solutions to the challenges that we are facing if we are stressed, burnt out, overwhelmed, afraid, or in a state of panic. It's going to take some out-of-the-box thinking. It's going to take stepping outside of our comfort zone. And this is really what our splenic center is inviting us to lean into. It's inviting us to lean into our intuition, into the wisdom that lives within each and every one of us. It's inviting us to feel these fears and to do it anyway. I hope that you found this episode valuable and that you gained some insights into your own fears and how you can start transforming them in your own life. I would love to hear what resonated with you about this episode. You can connect with me on Instagram. I love getting messages from you and hearing about how these episodes are making an impact in your everyday life. I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Aloha. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. I know you could literally be anywhere else doing anything else. So the fact that you've chosen to be here with me means the world. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss an episode. My favorite thing is connecting with you on Instagram. 
So come follow me at I am Randy Lee and take a screenshot of this episode to let me know what resonated with you the most or what your biggest takeaways are. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes, which helps get the podcast heard by more people. I personally read all of the reviews and love hearing how I can continue to improve this podcast for you. Don't forget that you are uniquely made and that is your superpower. Until next time, stay uplifted.